0: feel as if you have been going through toxic situations that may have you feeling all out of sorts, if you feel as if you have been dealing with suicidal thoughts, schizophrenia, or bipolarism, log on to www.mhanational.org and get the help that you need. It is very discreet, no one needs to know your business, but we all would like for you to get help. This organization has been around since 1949 and has reaped great rewards in helping millions of people who have reached out to them just to get on track. I hope this helps you all. Thank you all for tuning in. This is the karma of it all, an extension of complex intuition, where we give advice, guidance, and support to those going through karmic, toxic, and traumatic situations. Of course, you guys know me. I am Miss Complexity, and I am here today speaking with Roxanne. I am so happy to have her on the podcast today because she's going to help us get a little visual on Abuse Unseen. She might share some of her stories and definitely some of her tips on how she got out of her situation. And this may help you all grow from yours. Roxanne, are you
1: there? I am here. Yay! <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs>
0: you I'm so glad to have you on the show today and we are going to be um, talking about you know just basically rising up from the ashes pretty much you feel me I so feel- <laughs> so tell me tell me about, um a good situation to where you had to deal with some sort of abuse that was not seen clearly. And then all of a sudden you finally seen it and was like, I'm out of here. I'm not doing this no more. Uh-uh. And you found your way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I kind of, you know, funny enough, I went through tumultuous and multiple unhealthy relationships throughout my life, which I would deem them as a majority were abusive, either verbally, mentally, um, physically. And I think that, you know, just going into the marriage, I, I was married um, in my 20s and I went and I married someone because I ended up being pregnant with their child and that kind of evolved into the relationship. And I think that when we think of abuse, we think that things, you know, there's imminent signs that the abuse starts immediately. However, most abusers, what we don't realize, it comes in small increments. To then, you know, like a little bit of control, a little bit of jealousy, to a little bit of aggressiveness. And then it, you know, just from there, it kind of starts snowballing, and then just becomes something so much more significant. So I think that, you know, experiencing such an unhealthy marriage and a very abusive marriage mentally, just emotionally, and there were some physical aspects to it, it just really made me realize that this can happen to anyone. And I am such a strong woman. Like I have... You know, I have a great mindset like I have. I'm very positive. I'm a very strong person. However, I am empathic and I did have empathy towards this person's pain and it almost like it enabled his behavior even further and allowed him to have that vulnerability and, you know, for him to know that I was vulnerable and kind of take advantage of that. And so it left me disadvantaged. Mm-hmm. And I think that the majority of us that go through a marriage like that or a relationship like that, we don't see the signs right away until we've been through something so tumultuous. Yes, I believe that too. Um,
0: it took me eight years, so um, yes. <laughs> yes, I hear you.
1: Do you, you know? believe
0: that? Um, just a quick question, but do
1: you believe that they know what they're doing when they do it? I think a part of them consciously is like fully aware. I don't think that we are the first person that they've experienced this with. I think it's a reoccurring cycle. So I do think that it's. You know, generational issues that are kind of stemming into the relationship or childhood trauma or just trauma throughout their life that they're bringing into the relationship, something that they've seen growing up that they deem to be normal or that they felt that they wanted that power over someone. Mm-hmm. So I think it all stems from, you know, a core belief system to the traumas that kind of they've experienced throughout their life to then developing that and bringing that into a relationship. So I think subconsciously there are aspects, you know, on the subconscious that they're, you know, conducting these actions and don't fully realize the impact that they're having. And then there's parts that are conscious, like the jealousy, you know, physically harming someone. You consciously know that you're doing that and you know that it's wrong. So there's I think there's two aspects to that. Yeah,
0: because, you know, when you, you have physical and then you have mental and then you have verbal, you have many different types of abuse. And sometimes when it happens to them, they in turn do it to someone else because they haven't healed, you know, but it doesn't mean that it's all good at all in any case. So right. how did you how did you overcome your situation, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Really. Thank you all for your donations. Any amount was greatly appreciated. For those of you looking to donate to my podcast, please, by all means, visit the donation tab at www.bekarmaofitall.net. Any donations over $25 will receive my special Each One Teach One tea. As always, I thank you all for your support. Deuces. Emotionally,
1: really, what I want to say also to that—that's such, a, you know, a great piece—is that I feel like no amount and no, like, you know, measure of abuse is ever acceptable mm-hmm, yes. or justifiable. And also, you know, being a divine being and understanding that we are all <laughs> divine creatures and we all you know, have life experiences and we've all went through our own trials and tribulations. I think that we also need to understand that somebody else may projecting things onto us that are a mere reflection of them that they don't fully understand or comprehend on why they act the way that they are acting. And especially for, you know, those that have kind of lost that power throughout their life, it's almost like they need to regain that power, regain that control of their life because they feel out of control and out of power. So I think a lot of that stems from that. And I think for me to be able to get out of it, I've always like had a strong mindset. I've always been such a positive person. However, being in a relationship and a marriage with that person for over nine years, Mm -hmm. obviously takes a toll on your soul and it drains you and it makes you feel like you're the issue. And, you know, like there's just so many things, there's so many like complexities that come with an abusive relationship. However, for me is when I had my daughter, and I had already had two sons prior to this. When I had my daughter, it was almost like that realization that I didn't want this for her. I didn't want her to think that this was okay. I didn't want her to think that she should aspire to have a relationship like this or have a man treat her in this facet. And that was a driving factor for me. And when I had my daughter, and it's funny because when I was pregnant with her, I had this sensation come over me. It was almost like a spiritual sensation, emotional sensation. It was almost like at every layer of my being. And I knew that my life was going to change. And I knew that my life was never going to be the same having her. And I was scared. I was scared because it was unknown. It was unknown what was going to... Unknown
0: territory, Right.
1: It was unknown what was going to transpire throughout my life. And uh, she was about a year old and he was just getting worse. Like the aggression was just getting worse and everything was getting worse. And I was like, you know what? F this. Like th- I'd rather die. Like I was willing to, you know, hang in there till my children were 18. Cause I didn't want them to come from a broken home. I was willing to hang in there and then, you know, be unhappy, feel unfulfilled and just wait for that time for my kids to grow up and then leave. And I was like, you know what? No, mm-hmm. I'd rather die then be in this relationship for one more moment. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in. I am so
0: excited for the month of May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And this month we're definitely going to get into toxic mothers. Our interviewees this month will be sharing their triumphing stories on how they healed from toxic and karmic motherhood situations with their mothers and with their selves. I'm so happy to share these interviews with you. Be sure to check them all out. There's going to be several throughout the month, so give a heads up. I love you all, and thank you so much. We are all healing, and as always, each one, teach one, remain true to you.
1: Or at what cost and that doesn't mean staying in the marriage yes <laughs> the that means having a very concrete plan and having you know measures in place and things in place so that you are safe so I think when I did that I realized that I should have did that a long time ago however it just took me all that in order to find that strength and just say you know what f the comfortability f you know like this life that I hate and, um it's it's time to be happy it's time to fulfill what I was meant to be here and I don't even love this person I never was in love with this person like I never thought he was a great man or he was a great person it's just i got you know I was pregnant and I felt like I had to do the right thing
0: especially for the kids and that's another thing a lot of relationships um, that are abusive, I'm going to stay because of the kid. But you're doing yourself and the kids yeah. a
1: favor if you leave. Right. If you leave. And, yeah, and we give our, you know, like, by staying, we are doing a disservice to our children. Our children are energetic beings. They are divine little creatures. They sense when mommy's not happy. They sense when something's wrong with mommy. They sense that we can't be the best mother that we can be because our energy is so drained by this abuse. Right? Like, who wants to parent after just getting into an abusive like conversation or an argument. Like who who wants to parent properly? You have no energy, right? So there's so many things that it puts them at a disadvantage to that it really doesn't serve our children. And for them to then carry this into their lifetime. Mm-hmm. And now we can't now they have to try and break the cycle opposed to us taking our power back and breaking the cycle for them. Exactly.
0: Exactly. What would be a one major tip that you would give to anybody out there that's going through um um marriage that has abuse in it no matter what type of abuse it is
1: Trust yourself and never ever ever doubt yourself if you know that it's wrong and you know that it ain't right and it could be just mental Abuse, which is almost one of the worst things because it's like an internal torture that you don't understand if it's them or if it's you because you're dealing with a narcissist. You're dealing with an abuser. So I think it's just really trust yourself. And if you you are staying because you're settling or you're staying because you think that's what you should do, that's wrong. That's wrong. Follow your soul, follow your instinct and allow yourself to flourish into the beautiful person that you are because you will never be able to flourish with that person by your side. Yes. Yes.
0: And I want to express that you should get someone that you can trust. More likely, it would be someone that you don't know. Someone that you don't know that's not going to go back and run until your mate, you know, what you're yep. doing. If you're trying to get away, if you're trying to get out,
1: you yeah, know. And- And build a support system, right? We have to build support systems. There are other women who have been through what you're going through and have made it to the other side or have struggled through it and know what to do better now. Like there, there are those groups, there are support groups, there are incredible people out there willing to help anyone and everyone and just to make sure that these women are safe and that these women are loved and supported and guided in the right facet. Oh, so you like that,
0: huh? Great. Then I know you're gonna like our Patreon.com page. Be sure to join the membership at ten dollars and ten cents per month. We have unedited interviews lasting from forty to sixty to a half hour long. Guys, you're gonna love it. These are unedited and with mad bloopers. Yes, straight raw. That's how we give it. Q and A episodes, giveaways. Private live talks, readings, one-on-ones, all kinds of stuff over on the Patreon.com page. Be sure to join the membership. And once you do, you'll have per access to my new Facebook group. We're all about connecting souls, spiritual healing, and loving one another as we get connected to life. You know how we do over here. Check out the Patreon page at Patreon.com backslash complexity. That's Patreon.com backslash K-A-R-M-P-L-E-X-I-T-Y. See you there. Deuces.
1: Anyone can connect with me through my website, which is www.roxannechaput.com and all of my social media handles are under that name as well.
0: You guys can make sure you check out the description below of this podcast. And I will definitely have a link that will go directly to her website and all of her social media links. Okay, guys? That way it will be easier for you. Just click on it and just go there, okay? So is there anything else you would like to share with us?
1: I would love to share that, you know, In light of this conversation, knowing it's a very heavy topic and understanding that women who are going through it, you know, in the present time, that there is light at the end of the tunnel and there is incredibleness that lies on the other side. And is it going to look beautiful in the next year or two? Probably not. It's going to be a little bit of a mess or it may be great after six months, but just work through it and go through the storm because I'll tell you right now that the rainbow is there on the other side and that beauty is there and your self-explanation, your self-mastery journey is awaiting for you.
0: Yes, it is. Please do not hesitate to get help. I want to express that very, very much because it's so many people out there that are going through what... <laughs> The majority of us have gone through. And men, too. If you guys are out there listening, it doesn't just apply to us women. It also applies to men as well. Absolutely. Yes. So I really, I truly am thankful that you decided to share your story with us, Roxanne. That really is going to help someone. I'm pretty sure we're going to help someone. Make sure you guys check out her Instagram. I love her Instagram, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. She had the beautifulest. What she calls You call it your logo. I call it just yes, the rising sun of the angels. And I just love it. I would okay, what's she gonna post today? What's she gonna post today? She is the sweetest one. And guys, make sure you get in contact with Roxanne. She is doing the best job. And I love what she's doing here. Make sure you check out her podcast as well. Okay, guys. So, with that being said, I thank you all for tuning in. This is The Karma of It All, where we give advice, guidance, and support to those going through karmic, toxic, and traumatic situations in relationships. As always, each one, teach one, remain true to you. Deuces!